Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about another one of our symptoms of inner peace. And this is number nine, contented feelings of connectedness with others and nature. And the author is unknown, but still very much appreciated. So if you are new to the show, I started here and there dropping in one of the 12 symptoms of inner peace. And like I said, this is number nine that we are talking about today. Feeling content with connectedness with other people and with nature. This can really be showing you that you are on the path to inner peace. And inner peace is defined as a bunch of different ways, but here were a couple of them. Inner peace is defined as a state of physical and spiritual calm, despite many stressors. To find your peace of mind means finding happiness, contentment, and bliss, no matter how hard you go through life. And that was from the Kentucky Counseling Center. And I was thinking about inner peace as being the ability to actually withstand all of life's shortcomings and troubles and trials and tribulations by actually training the mind to enter into a deliberate spiritual and psychological state of calm. This is why we practice. It's commonly linked with happiness, contentment, and bliss. But these feelings, this happiness, contentment, and bliss are really temporary states. Embarking on the path of inner peace helps us to navigate through the turbulent waters of uncertainty, suffering, and sadness. And I really want to talk about that a little bit right here, because so many times when we have been anxious for a long time, we really start to grab on to the days that don't feel anxious, where we don't have anxious behaviors. And we are actually having a calm day. And then we begin to grab onto that and think, this is the way I want it. I have had this and now I want it every day. And we forget that we on this earth will be navigating through turbulent waters through our lives. We will have uncertainty, suffering, and sadness in our lives. And if you can remember that and still be embarking on the path of inner peace, you will not have so much trouble getting through these turbulent waters. It will be easier 
And I say that, that doesn't mean it will be easy. It means that you will not be so frightened. You will not feel so alone. You will not think something is wrong with you and go down the wormhole with the cycle of anxiety, fear, adrenaline, and more fear. You will understand that this is a wave on the ocean. This is some turbulent water right now. It too shall pass. So let's remember that and not begin to grab onto a calm day, a pain-free day, a day without intrusive thoughts as the ultimate, that that's what we are going to shoot for and have that every day. What you really want is the ability to navigate the turbulent waters of life. And you can do that. And once you begin to have these moments of awareness of what is happening and not reacting, you will be able to deal with them. Again, that keeps us in our prefrontal cortex where we are actually thinking. Our executive functioning is online and we are clearly making decisions. We are not acting out of our amygdala and our limbic system, our lizard brain that has us just running for our lives. The more we can stay connected, even when things are difficult, it will make those difficult times a little easier to get through. And you won't be adding more stress to your lives. I hope that makes sense because it's so important to not just go from, you know, dark to light, you like, and, and only think that's all you're going to have is sunshine every all day, every day. No, life is difficult and challenging, but you can handle it. And the more you can handle it, the easier it is to handle. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So some of the more subtle and exciting ways that we can feel our nervous system calming down are our relationship with others and in nature. Because much of the stress in our lives involves others. (laughs) 
unfortunately, when you start gathering people together and there can be stress and conflicts and differences of opinions and our relationships with everyone from those we live with to the clerk at the post office can be a source of pleasure or pain. This pain can be signaling our nervous system that there are stressors and potential danger in the interaction. Interestingly enough, the common denominator here is us. We are where the healing needs to take place, and the new calming messages are sent to our nervous system by our responses or our reactions to the people in our lives. We can feel a real shift at some point in how we respond to our relationships as our nervous system no longer goes to fight or flight as the default. This shift is the contented or, say, satisfied feeling of being connected to the people in our lives versus seeing everyone as an adversary. And I know that this can be a very common thing to fall into where you are ready to fight. We are on our fight or flight instinct is right there on the edge. And all somebody had to do was give us a funny look or a look period, or somebody drive too close behind us, you name it. And we can be off to the races with our negative thinking, with our anxiety. It was fuel to the fire. So what we want to do is to not have the embers glowing. Let's let that all burn out so that it's really going to take something remarkable to make you feel afraid. So we want to be able to practice our practices and see in our relationships, if things are changing. So what are we doing? Practicing our practices. We're doing our meditation. We're getting our good sleep. We're avoiding all of our stressors uh, physically, which could be anything from food to allergens out in the world. But what you want to do is do all the things that have been holding you together and don't stop them. We keep these going so that Eventually, this is our new default to be in that calm state. And it takes something real to jostle us out of it. Something real, by that I mean something bigger than a passing or fleeting moment. We can let those pass. But if we are scanning the horizon, looking for danger, we will find it. And we will let that feed our anxiety. And then the fire keeps growing bigger and bigger. And then it takes a lot of effort to put it out. So let the little embers begin to burn out by taking care of yourself and finding your ways to keep your nervous system calm. The many multitude of ways that we talk about here on the show. And the other place that you're going to be able to notice when you are feeling that you have a symptom of inner peace and feeling connected, you're going to feel it with other people, but you are also going to feel it with nature. Because when the amygdala is on guard, most of our waking hours, which it is when we are in an anxious state, we indeed cannot find ourselves easily in awe of nature. Because nature's gifts are subtle and 
will often find us totally by surprise. So we have to be open to it. And it is in our calm and open mind and body that is ready to receive nature's treasures. Within anxiety, we are closed down mentally and physically because we're in survival mode. There's no room to luxuriate in the cherry blossoms or a blooming plumeria over here when we are running to save our lives. None of that other stuff matters. But the house isn't on fire. Our mind is racing because our physical feelings and our body is clenching down. We can interrupt this either place, right? So it can be our physical feelings are causing our mind to go with the anxious thinking and the anxious thinking has our body revved up. So you see, it's a true cycle. It just continues. The body clenching down because we how we are thinking. And then we begin thinking more scary thoughts. The cycle then continues. When we break the cycle and find the space to be, we are fully available to be fed by our connection to Mother Nature. So this is a beautiful way for you to begin to notice, oh, I am much more at ease in nature. I am noticing things I haven't noticed in a long time. Or I'm all of a sudden feeling in bliss and total joy when I am out at this spot, whatever your nature spot might be. Maybe it's in the forest. Maybe it's at a park. Maybe it's staring up at the sky. Maybe you are in awe of the clouds that day. When you can feel that, you will know that you are well on your way. That is a symptom of inner peace. So here are some things for you to try because we want to be able to practice getting out of demanding that life be the way we want it to be. We can begin to look at our needs, things we need in our life as preferences. We can transform our needs into preferences. And when we do, things like this happen. Say you ask your friend to help with a particular project and they agree to help you. That makes your day even better than it was. However, if they refuse to help you, everything is still fine. After all, being helped by your friend was just a preference. It wasn't life or death. It didn't mean it couldn't get done. It's okay if he doesn't help you. This is how we can see we are gaining inner peace with our relationships. When we are able to see that we have preferences, and it's okay if those preferences are not met. We are not hung up on things have to be an exact way. What this really is on a deeper level is letting go of control, of having to control everything. And we let go of a lot of control as we let our anxious behaviors go. Anxiety loves to be in control or trying to be in control, I should say. So keep a journal so that you can look back over time and see the changing contented feelings that you have with others and with nature. 
Emotions may be very subtle as they change, so you may not notice this day to day. But if you're keeping a journal of things that you are grateful for or that are wonderful and beautiful to you, things that are going well for you, how your relationships are, you will begin to look back and see that you have come a long way. It's important that you be easy on yourself when you look back because often we want to say, oh my goodness, look how I was acting. Look at the things that bothered me. Don't do that. We all were where we were. We learn better and we do better. That's the beautiful thing in this life. We get to grow. So look back and actually give yourself a pat on the back for being able to make progress and to be in a better state of mind. I hope the show is helpful for you, and you know that I just love being here with you. And now for today's quote. Contented feelings of connectedness with others and nature is symptom of inner peace number nine, and the author is unknown but still very much appreciated. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.